you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program presented by Amazon Prime, streaming on Amazon Prime right now. The boys, I'm anxious to watch it. Again, it's a superhero. It's a take on superheroes where they're not looking to do good for society. Rather, they're looking to do good for themselves. Is that right, Spaghetti? You've kind, watched Kind of, yeah. I binged the whole thing. Uh, everyone go on Amazon Prime Video and uh, stream it, like Dave said. It's uh, based on comic books, I'm finding out from people. But, the uh, yeah, it's 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 the superheroes have these powers. They call them the soups. They have these powers. And they do, do good deeds, but they also use their powers for their own benefit. And it's a very, very messy kind of... Uh, storyline that sets them against the government and it sets them against the group called the boys who are against these superheroes and it leads to a wild story so everyone go check it out all right we're here at rams camp not in studio 66 we're at the university of california irvine been glad handing with all the rams and as a matter of fact as we get into it with eric weddle and wade phillips coming up here in just a second let's pick it up just a couple of minutes before that when uh, the gaggle of fans surrounding where we're set up here just off of one of the uh, one of the fields here. Um, Eddie Spaghetti was hearing it from some guy. You know, all these Rams fans, and the one guy <laughs> wanted to badmouth his favorite football team. So let's start it there. Our day at L.A. Rams camp. Dave. Dave. Let me give you a little update on what we've seen out here. It's sweltering, but still lovely. Mina Kimes is here. You know, some of the, some uh, sports media types. Who else did we see? Uh, we saw some... Uh, Hecker, uh, Everett, uh, Jay Glazer. Yeah, Jay Glazer. Uh, actors from the show. Oh, Ballers. JB Long, JB the Long. voice of your Los Angeles Rams on the radio with our pal Maurice Jones Drew. We caught up. Everybody coming back from the offseason, back out onto the practice fields out here. And coming up in just a minute, 
Wade Phillips, the defensive coordinator, the guy who, one of my top three moments, I think, in my professional career was getting in touch with him and encouraging him to dress like his old man, Bum Phillips, one of the funniest guys ever in pro football. And he did it at media night before the Super Bowl. And so looking forward to catching up with him on a number of longstanding issues. And then also one of the new Rams, Eric Weddle, delightful fella, uh, mohawked, hirsute, so on and so forth. We'll kibitz with him and see what it feels like a year removed from being a Baltimore Raven. In the meantime, Eddie Spaghetti, before we get to those guys real quick, there's a guy who's, who's shouting over there. And, you know, it's all Rams. Everybody's wearing Ram horns and all the Rams colors. But there's one guy, I don't know why, he, he keeps announcing that the Giants are garbage. And I feel like that's directed at you. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's for you. Why does why does that hurt your feelings that the fans are just randomly talking about how your favorite pro football team is junk? How do you respond? Uh, I mean, it seems like he's in pretty bad shape because he didn't seem to get enough uh, autographs on his ball over there. So uh, why do you think the Giants are no good? Can you explain? He said Daniel Jones. I can't hear he him, said but he Daniel makes a Jones. lot of good he said, they, he said they shouldn't have taken uh, my friend Daniel Jones with the sixth overall pick. And to that, I'll say, you know, we'll, I, I don't I don't think he's watched as many Duke games as I have, and we'll see uh, when the season starts. Look at how you. Good, Look who's uh, here Daniel to play Jones. nice today. Yeah. I'm, I'd rather you go. There goes Todd Gurley walking by. That's why the fans are shouting out here. He's making his way back to the locker room. He's in street clothes, not practicing today. We did. Oh, the other thing we did, we saw um, Jared Goff go by. Yeah. You'll remember at uh, NFL Honors a couple of years ago when I give everybody on the red carpet, I give him a nice gift. I gave him a bowling ball so he could turn into a two-sport athlete. Apparently, he turned his no- nose up at it. I asked him how the bowling was going. He said, zero. I'm not doing it at all. So he's, that hurts my feelings. He's uh, he's a little thinner than I thought, too. I've been noticing these quarterbacks. Uh, I saw recently uh, – Justin Herbert is going to go really high. He was a thinner guy. Uh, Jared Goff in person. Do you think he's going to be a fat like you? No, I thought me? I thought they or would be handsome. Hank, uh, come on. And, and then talking about Daniel Jones, the guy we met as well, who's who was also I, I don't know. I just expect like you, they're you think, supreme athletes. I guess in, in my top he- shape. In what my do you head, want them to look like? Like Cam Newton. I want every quarterback to be a tight end size. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying there. All right. Well, the Giants fan has uh, has moved along, so we can now focus on the matter at hand times two. Like I say, Eric Weddle. What what order do you want to go in here? Spaghetti. Do we want to get Eric Weddle or do we want to get Wade Phillips first? We could do player first. Get a player first. Yeah. Okay. Here he is. One of the great safeties of the 21st century, new to the Rams. Let's see. Maybe he's going to be the missing piece here. Let's talk to him about that. And uh, a number of other items. Here's Eric Weddle, everybody. Dave Damashek. All right, let's get down to business here, Eric Weddle. Welcome to Los Angeles. Welcome back to Southern California. Big change for you from last year. Um, let's talk about the Baltimore days very quickly. Uh, one play in particular. I always, I, I, I've wanted to ask you this for three years now. Christmas Day, Heinz Field, last play of the game, Antonio Brown scores a touchdown despite your best efforts to keep him out. You realize you face-masked him real good on that play, right? And you would have gotten away with it because it wasn't flagged, and there would be no replay on it or anything else. Ergo, you would have won the division on that play. Did you have any feelings about, I got away with one there? No. You don't feel bad about that? No, we didn't get it done. (laughs) 
All right. Well, we'll move forward then. I like the fact that you went no beard, or at least, uh, you know, lighter beard, because it always seems to me that that heavy beard must be, be an extra weight, literally and figuratively, on you. It, doesn't it get all sweaty and hard to play in and itchy as a, distra a distraction and all that? Not at all. Not at all. It brings me extra powers. It does bring you extra yeah. powers. Oh, hmm. yeah. Do you feel like... Um, that it's now that you come out here defending, I mean, uh, defending NFC champion and everything. You've been known since back in the Utah days as a leader. That's how I, at least how you. I know. I, I'm not very good. I just lead, right? <laughs> That's what I've been hearing all the time. Well, you are, you are perceived to be a guy who rallies the guys. That's and, it. Huh? No, 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 no. You Uber ever played, talented. You ever played football before? No, listen, I'm not questioning the I abilities. Know. I knew I knew the lore of Eric Weddle back in the Utah days. I was aware of, of you. Don't have to sell me on anything. You don't I don't need to sell anybody. I could care less what anyone thinks. Well, the perception is is that you is that you people look to yeah, you for leadership. Yeah. Is it is it is there a different standard walking into a huddle into a locker room where they're just coming off of an NFC championship? Is it like, well, they already know what they're doing. They don't need my help with this. Or, or how do you kind of mentally fit into that? And like, maybe I'm the missing piece kind of thing. I just be myself, honestly. Uh, I know who I am. I know what I bring. My whole goal this offseason and even now, every day I step on the field is to earn respect to my teammates and coaches earn my role on this team and go out and ball and be the best. So everything else I don't really worry about. Is it a, yeah, this might be a dumb, weird fan kind of question, but it, it seems to me like as a competitor, if the Rams had won the Super Bowl, would you feel like, well, they don't need me as much, so I don't need to go there anymore? Is it, do, or like I say, missing piece kind of logic? Do you feel like maybe I will be the difference and I'll be the hero? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't live in the world of hypotheticals, so. They needed a safety, and I wanted to still play, so it worked out. Um, is Aaron Donald, obviously, it's not hyperbolic to say that he's one of the great guys to ever play defensive tackle in the NFL. Yeah. From what you can say, I mean, from what you've seen, you've been around now, you've seen Tom Brady and everything. Is, is this the best player in the 21st century period, regardless of position? Are you able to evaluate that sort of thing? I don't thing? know. I mean, that's, that's always a toss-up. Defensively, what he's done over, over the course of his career, speaks for itself back-to-back -back. defense player of the year that what he does on a play-to-play -play basis is is unheard of so uh you know i'm just glad i'm on the same team with him and seeing him work the professionalism his work ethic how he is as a person and teammate it's beyond the expectations that i ever imagined so uh it's been a joy to come to work every day and get to know him on a personal level and share the field with him do you feel, is there something special that stands out from, we just talked to Wade Phillips, one of the most delightful guys yeah. in pro football or in life, period, and Sean McVay, the profile, the sense of humor, and the, the boy genius and all that stuff. Do you sense that the, the, it's a different coaching? Is there something that jumps out at you from your other stops along the way versus McVay and Wade Phillips and what's going on here? I just here? think they're very secure with themselves. They, they expect a lot out of their players. And we expect that out of them as coaches. And when you have that, there's no there's no doing things for no reason. There's always a why of why we do it. And we're expected to be great. That that's the expectation. We're not searching for something. They've been good. And there's you had a couple pieces. You come in here and, and and earn your role and you get out here and you work. I mean, we don't practice for long, we get our work in, we we try to be great on every snap, and then we rest, we recover, we we plan. 
we study, we prepare every day. We want to get the best and most out of each day. So it's just a joy and, and fun camaraderie, the closeness, the respect, the love. It's, it's very genuine. Um, have you seen, do you feel like uh, over just even the last uh, decade or so, are quarterbacks better now or are the rules changes making all quarterbacks look like uh, have windows of success here? I think it's multiple things. I think the system's changing where it's more quarterback friendly. Uh, the transition from college to the NFL isn't as dramatic as it once was from shotgun teams to spread teams to coming to two back play action run run teams where the majority of teams all run spread they all run the little bubbles the RPOs all that type of stuff so I think quarterbacks now are are from a younger age are coming up through and the transition's much easier than it was when I was coming through. And speaking of transition, it's going to be interesting to see what your last team does now, trying to run the ball. Some, They're uh, going to do good. So I, I think so, Lamar's too. Lamar's going to be, be awesome. It's going to be interesting to watch. I agree yeah. with you. Uh, last question for you, then. As a fashionista, clearly with your hairstyle and the beard and the, the shoelessness and all that, best Rams getup? You like the gold uh, horns with the royal blue, or are you the uh, white and blue? I like the old school blue and yellow. Oh, yeah. Right there. I agree. That's with going you. up on my wall. That's one of the all-time best jerseys. So I can't wait to put that on. I, you know what? You told me a long, long time ago that you loved the all-black look. That the I did. That's my other favorite jersey in the 50th anniversary Chargers, white and baby blue. Oh, that's another. That's my show. three favorite jerseys. So uh, add well, it to the list. Eric Weddle. Uh, it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. One of the great athletic specimens. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well as a dynamite. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure. Keep going. Keep going. I want to hear it. I mean, what what needs to be said Keep beyond going. that? You know, a winner at every stop. Handsome is all get out. Uh, Come on. Think of some more. Well read. <laughs> I don't know. Is that, I don't... Articulate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Loves to read. Yeah. Articulate. Always a backhanded compliment. But, but you're that, too. Um, anyway, listen, Eric Weddle, stay healthy this year. Appreciate Have fun it. this year, and uh, and hope we'll see you at a Super Bowl. No ba- doubt, man. Yeah. Appreciate Go it. get him, pal. Yeah. <laughs> That's Dave Damashek. You know, for what it's worth, I am at minimum intrigued to see what that what his old team, the Ravens, do with Lamar Jackson, um, and uh, what that offense looks like. I think, at the very least, what I my my prediction is is that you will see something like what you saw maybe four or five years ago when the Seahawks were at the height of their powers, that the week after you played the Seahawks, that those teams tended to lose an inordinate number of games because they were so physically beaten mm-hmm. down by it. I think the Ravens, the way they play, it's going to be kind of like when Navy was running its triple option a right. few years ago, that the teams had a weird losing percentage after Navy games in college football. I think teams are It's going to be such a curveball, such a knuckleball, compared to what every other NFL team is doing, that, uh, that that's going to be Ob- what you see. Yeah, obviously things change from year to year, but if we go based on last year's stats, uh, it both things do bode well for the Ravens. They have, uh, I think, four or six of the games in a row are like the worst teams against stopping the run. Oh, really? And the Ravens are only trying to you know run the ball with either Lamar, they got Mark Ingram, you know, they have the rookie receivers, but they're going to they're gonna pound the ball. By the way, that reminds me, you should go back and listen to, uh, while we're talking AFC North stuff, uh, you should go back and listen to one Andrew Hawkins, new to NFL media, and uh, he made his virgin run on st- in Studio 66 
uh, earlier in the week. Go back and listen to that. Some really interesting thoughts on Baker Mayfield. He likes Sam Darnold a lot. He likes Saquon Barkley a lot. But he, like so many other guys who've been around the block once or twice, seemed to see something different about Baker Mayfield. So uh, so anyway, go back and listen to that. But Eric Weddle with some interesting thoughts about uh, the greatness of Aaron Donald, what it is to be out on the field with him. Now let's talk to the guy who's going to be coaching both those guys, the guy who I mentioned who, I mean, he's been around pro football for literally decades and decades now, came up under his old man, Bum Phillips. I remember him on the Houston Oilers coaching staff when I was a wee lad and uh, won a Super Bowl a few years back coaching the Broncos defense that was so uh, so dynamite. And now in the 2019, Eric Weddle, Aaron Donald, all the rest of those fellas coached by one of the more delightful fellas around. Here he is, everybody, Wade Phillips. All right. I I don't know that I've looked uh, forward to a conversation more than this one. It's been two years, I think, in the making. It's uh, defensive coordinator extraordinaire and delightful human being to boot, Wade Phillips. How are you, sir? Nice (laughs) to see you. I'm doing great, and and, uh, I'm looking forward to this, too. You're a delightful guy, too. I I love your stuff. Oh, well, thank you. That's uh, too kind. And, of course, you and I met over social media because I was watching an old game as as a nerd. Uh, watching a game on on uh, Twitter or, or on uh, YouTube or whatever, <clears throat> it was the AFC title game from 1979, Oilers and Steelers, and there appeared Wade Phillips, and I, I and I love uh, as many as much as any character in pro football history, your father Bum Phillips. Well, thank you. Yeah. And I was I grew up a Steelers fan, but oh, could yeah. admire a man in a ten-gallon hat, and yep. I floated the idea to you. Why don't you do that? at some point on a sideline, and uh, and you did it on media night before the Super Bowl uh, last February. Yeah, I appreciate that. It was a way to honor my dad, and uh, that was really special, and I'm glad, I'm glad you thought of it, and I'm glad I did it. Well, I want to get to it before we talk about anything else, because it's something that Mean Joe Green, name drop, told me a couple of years ago. I was talking to him about the 1979 season, the Steelers, at the tail end of their prime as a dynasty, and probably the second best team in all of football, your Houston Oilers, right. your father's Houston Oilers, and the Chargers above both those teams maybe in 79. Yep. And I was talking to Mean Joe about how fearsome that offense was, and he said, let me tell you, they, they whipped us in San Diego. Oh, yeah. Towards the end of the season, really beat us up in a way that we had not been beaten in a half dozen years. And I was so afraid of seeing them again in the title game (laughs) that when the Oilers went out to San Diego to play them in the divisional round without Dan Pastorini, without Earl Campbell, without Ken Burrow, your three best offensive players, I called up Bum Phillips and I told him a tell that I had picked up from Dan Fouts in that game. And to look out for it, it might be enough to help you survive that game out against the mighty Chargers. Any recollection? Of that, did did your father? Did well, you yeah, we did. Yeah, we knew. Uh, we knew that Fouts, when he stayed in a square stance, it was a run, and when he staggered his stance, it was a pass. But after the game, I asked one of our defensive linemen. We, you know, we won the game. I asked him if that helped him, 
He said, hell no, coach. He said it was a pass every down anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that is basically the way those Chargers yeah. played it and one of the great upsets, and then you almost just about pulled off uh, the game. Just to settle uh, old business, you agree with the call on the field, right? We didn't need any instant replay on, I think uh, on, see, I on think, Mike Renfro, right? Yeah, I think so. so people <laughs> – uh, I think they've seen the replay of uh, me in the press box saying, you son of a gun. I'm <laughs> oh, that's actually on <laughs> yeah. video? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you look it up, it's on video. That What would have uh, happened if you guys beat the Steelers there? Do you make quick, quick work of uh, the team whose logo you're wearing on your hat? Well, you know, uh, San, San Diego actually had beaten the Rams and, and, the, uh, and Pittsburgh that year pretty handily, so... Uh, like you said, our, our upset of San Diego was really a big deal. But we had a great uh, rivalry with, with Pittsburgh, but it was, it was a friendly rivalry. The first year they won the Super Bowl, we knocked Cincinnati out of, the, out of the playoffs and put them in by beating Cincinnati the last game of the year. And so they, they were doing commercials for uh, Samsonite, so they, they sent everybody on our team Samsonite. Uh, uh, briefcases and so it was kind of friendly friendly rivalry after that and then Bradshaw and my dad my dad brought Bradshaw a pair of boots before one of the games I mean uh, it, it was amazing rivalry and uh, and still you you can't see the NFL is going to get in the way curmudgeons will prevent you from ever wearing that look again on a sideline right yeah well it's yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was a unique area where, you know, Tom Landry and, and uh, of course, my dad wore – and he was – my dad was a cowboy. That's – I mean, that's what he did. He ran – he was a rancher. So uh, that was what he wore the rest of the time too. What would uh, – how would uh, Bum do, or do you represent what Bum would be in 2019 in the NFL? Would there be a place for a character like that? Not just a great head coach, but a guy who was really an outspoken guy and, and great one-liners, this side of Muhammad Ali. I, don't, I can't recall too many yeah. prominent sports figures who were as funny as, uh, as your father was. Yeah, I asked him, ask him who wrote, wrote the stuff for him, but he, it just came from him. It was natural. And... Uh, uh, he would he would do well anytime. He he was great with people. Now, that's a, the key. It's not just X's and O's. It's it's how you how players respond to you. Have you how much? I don't want to bring up. Uh, I don't know if it's too soon to bring it up. But the last meaningful football game we all watched, the Super Bowl in Atlanta. As a Steelers fan, I'm. Uh, you know, a quarter century later, still bothered by Super Bowl 30 when the Steelers defense put on one of the all-time great shows and shut down the generation's best offense, the Dallas Cowboys, and still lost that game. Does it bug you at night in the in the wee hours of the morning? <laughs> that I mean, how do you rate the at least the Rams' defensive performance against Tom Brady and company? Well, you you know, every football season, every game. I mean. You got to get past that. I mean, we won the Super Bowl with with Denver. Uh, you know, beat the Patriots in the championship game and won it against Carolina when we were at Denver, and and that's past too. You know, so uh, really, uh, defensively, we our our philosophy is we got to we got to hold them to less points than than you know their defense does. Their defense outplayed our defense. Pretty really close. Is it weird seeing Aaron Donald uh, out on the practice field here in uh, in preseason? Yeah, we I, haven't, I haven't seen that in uh, in a number of years. No, huh? we hadn't had him since I've been here. So this is the third year I've been here, and and finally he's out here. So, uh, and 
you can't put him out there too much because he messes up the offense. (laughs) I imagine it does. (laughs) And, you know, hyperbole aside, he has really emerged now. It's pretty pretty clear that he's the best defensive player in football at minimum. Perhaps you might say, would you call him the best football player, period? Oh, I think a lot of people would say that. You know, I'm – uh, I think he disrupts games defensively, obviously, more than anybody. Uh, two years in a row, so I mean, you know, uh, he's proven himself that way. Uh, it's hard to, it's hard to say. Tom Brady keeps winning Super Bowls, though. So I mean, you know, uh, everybody looks at offense, but I, I, you know, I'm, I'm partial to a defensive player. Do you think? Let's see. Let's see how high up we can get Aaron Donald up the defensive tackle mountain. Super Bowl era players. Let's start here. Warren Sapp, one of the greats. Who do you take head to head there? Well, uh, let's see if we can take one step. Can we step? Okay, can yeah. we go up over that? Warren yeah, Sapp. I'm gonna take Aaron, but Sapp was a great player. Now he's a Hall of Fame player. So you're talking about you're talking about Hall of Fame players, and and Aaron will be there one of these days. How about do you? Because put I, I don't th- I don't think there's many players if. Maybe Aaron and, and uh, J.J. Watt that have, you know, back-to-back uh, defensive player of the year. So, uh, you know, that's that's pretty remarkable. Would you go, all right. So now And we his put, career isn't over either. Well, you know, absolutely that's the other, right. I mean, yeah. You know, we, I'm, I'm projecting. We go, so Donald, with all due respect to Sap, Randy White. Do we take Aaron Donald over uh, over Randy White? I'm just trying to evaluate. <laughs> He's up there. You know, I'm going to take all my guys, you know. <laughs> Now, you know, I had Reggie White and Bruce Smith, too, and I'd take those guys so uh, against anybody. You'd be the ideal guy, I think, for all you've seen over the Super Bowl era to really choose the all-time defense. Perhaps we can do that it, with the 100th year upon us. You should choose the Super Bowl era defense. You scheme yeah. exactly you who know, you would want out there. Yeah. You know, it's the 100th year. It's my 42nd year in the wow. NFL, so I'm almost halfway. Let's talk. I, lo- I love doing the what-if stuff. What if this game had gone the other way? What if that moment had gone the other way? If you don't mind, I'm going to dip into another postseason game here. Okay. Buffalo Bills, if you survive the game, there is no miracle in, in uh, Music City there. Do you go with Doug Flutie the following week? Well, I think so, yeah. I mean, uh, Doug, Doug took us there. Uh, Dave played, you know, we played well enough to win yeah. in that game and lost, lost in a, a special teams play in the last second. So, uh, you know, our quarterback played well enough for us to win. That, and our offense played well enough to win. Can you imagine a scenario where Flutie then the following week beats Peyton Manning in Indianapolis <laughs> and maybe you go all the I way? Love, I love Doug Flutie, though. I mean, he's, he, he's a terrific, terrific, but one of the greatest competitors I've ever been around. Well, I mean, that, that hard to debate, it seems. Uh, yeah, I, I could see that team going far. And what about if you get the Green Bay Packers coming down to Dallas with Romo and company? Do we regard Romo properly, or has his career in the broadcast booth taken him higher than, than his, his deeds? Has, has he gotten a raw deal from that one game? Because if it goes differently, yeah, we he's a good player. He's a really good player. So. Uh... Yeah, Tony. Tony's an outstanding player, and I think people recognize that that, that know the game. Um, well, I, I don't know about his golf, but <laughs> are, are you talking stuff? You, you you could take Romo out there. He doesn't have to give you any strokes out there. No, no, I'm not a golfer at all. But but <laughs> I don't think he can. He tried to compete with the real golfers. It's a little bit a little bit tough. Um, and what do you think uh, if let's go back to 1979? Let's say roundabout. 79, 80-ish. Um, 
you, you, you stop paying attention to football. I don't know what. You go into a coma and you wake up in 2019. What's different about pro football? What are the two or three most striking differences over the 42 years from then to now? How's it evolved most? Uh, well, of course, the, the size and strength and speed of the players is, is you know, they're now, there were Joe Greens at that time that could play in this era and be just as dominant, but, you know, there weren't as there, there weren't that many guys that could play at that time and play now so and, and compete with the guys we have just because of their physical abilities. Um, the, game's, the game evolved offensively a whole lot, you know. Uh, we're even seeing more and more with the college influence. Are and, the quarterbacks better, or is it easier because of the rules? Or both, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think the quarterbacks are a little bit better. You know, we're seeing, uh, and the players obviously uh, are, are. We get a we get a pretty pretty good class of players in that. Uh, almost every guy we get now has graduated from college. You know, they they're they're more mature at the time they come out. Uh, uh, and then, and I think we got a smarter group uh, than we had. Do you think? Last question. Do you think uh, there's any way? that we can somehow make it so that the Houston Texans wear the Oilers get-ups? Because those, those are yeah. the best uniforms, right? Yeah, well, we loved them. Yeah, we love you blue love you blue people, know that. But, uh, no, I don't think they'll ever go back there, you know. Uh, of course, of course, Bud Adams, you know, uh, the Titans, the Oilers' records are within the Titans, you know. Earl Campbell's records are now with the Titans. So, And they wear it every once in a while. Wade Phillips, you, uh, you're uh, a delightful guy. Everybody who knows you, who encounters you, sings songs about what a nice man you are. We appreciate you giving us a little bit of time. And it's legitimately one of the thrills, weirdly for me, that you wore your dad's 10-gallon hat and the jacket yeah, and everything. It really was a thrill that. for me to see you do it. You're bringing it up, really. Uh, it was special for me, uh, more special than I would have known if you wouldn't have brought it up. So I I'll always appreciate that from you. Well. Best wishes to you in 2019. Uh, good health to all your fellas, and uh, hopefully we'll see you back at another right. Super Bowl. Right, thanks. I appreciate it. You listen to Dave And that's that. It was very loud, Spaghetti. Super loud, super hot here. No, I couldn't uh, hear him. I, I feel bad. I went, I'm so excited to talk to Wade all this time, and I was, frankly, you know, no jive. I couldn't really, I couldn't hear some of the things he was saying. Yeah, this is. Uh, did he seem nice or did or did he? He seems like a grandfather. He seems like a grandfather. He's a guy you want to be your grandpa. He didn't say mean stuff no. to me in he's response a, to my questions. He's a, a, a sweet man, but also, I mean, obviously, one of the better defensive football minds, if not just what are the best football minds. Period. Uh, that we've seen, like you said, for like 42 years, he's been around football. We're doing top hundred. He's almost around for 50 percent of that. It's pretty crazy. It is crazy, and that is right. He'd be the ideal guy to lay out who the Super Bowl era starting 11 would be on defense. Yeah, we started that, to a little bit. That's a good uh, exercise for us. We have a couple weeks of offseason left. It's to, to, like to just to cherry pick the players that he's he's been around and coached. You know, we have Aaron Donald's a, a bunch of you know potential Hall of Famers or at least Pro Bowl or level players. Dude, Demarcus Ware, Marcus Ware, Von Miller. Uh, he's had you know he's had guys all I'm trying to think of. Uh, well, I mean, he has Chris Harris Jr. Chris, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Talib yeah, on both teams. Yeah, he's had a ton of guys that are all you know very very good. Um, anyway, well, good times out here at, uh, at UCI, and uh, we'll be back in Studio 66 early next week. In the meantime, thanks to the Rams for uh, for glad-handing with us. And, uh, you know, like I say, we saw our guy Hecker carrying his little boy around, yeah. sweet little man. 
Um, and, uh, you know, caught up with Gerald Everett a little bit, the guy who, you know, left me hanging at that game at the Coliseum against the Chiefs last year. He was but nice, though. He, gave you, he uh, was nice. He yeah. apologized again, yeah. you know, which he should do. You know, I think that's the right thing he, to do after he shamed me on the, on the national stage like that. All right, Eddie Spaghetti, let's get in the car. Should we go yeah. get a beer? I need, I need, well, I need a ton of water first. Isn't this the kind of this? This has that feel to it. Like people have been talking about this summer. What's the best beer? This, this could be up there. This could be like a top hundred beer all time because it's so hot out here. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's just it wasn't as bad. There are our Ram Strip last year in a thousand Oaks. For those people who don't understand California, it's north. We're now south. That was close to triple digits today. Not as bad, but just just no shade for us whatsoever. So yeah, it would be a nice, oh, cold, well, refreshing. If you uh, watch the video show, which you can do at NFL.com/ddfp, you'll see that uh, you're dripping sweat. I'm quite sweaty. So yeah. beyond that's because I'm working hard. Now you are. I'm grinding. Yeah. Man, I don't like it when people in this business talk about how they're grinding. All right. Well, you're, you're talking about football. You, you yeah. ain't grinding nothing, you know? Well, anyway, I'm not going to complain, but it was hot, and I was sweating, and you so wore I feel black. sad about that. Huh? And you wore black long sleeves. and I know. Why did I do that? I, I'm not I sure. Don't, I don't know. Anyhow. All right. Listen, we can live life in the rearview mirror. Or we could uh, press ahead and have a nice beer. How about that? Sounds good to me. All right, let's do it. So we'll uh, we'll kibitz with you next week. Until then, for Ryan Bartlett, our new pal. How about that? That's pretty fun to have. Uh... Nabil? Huh? Talking about Nabil? Nabil. Yeah, Nabil's, I mean, we didn't have He's him today. The whole been... thing. You can uh, send him your critiques of his video work here. And, uh, and Eddie Spaghetti to boot. So uh, with all that being said, uh, we'll talk to you next week. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.